Welcome to Time of Restoration Broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. A day designed for us to magnify His name, to glorify His name, to exalt His name, to lift His name up above every name. We thank God for life. We thank God for His master plan of redemption. We thank God for how He watched over us last night. He woke us up this morning and we were clothed and in our right minds. Can you imagine those that woke up this morning distraught in chaos, did not even know where they were and who they are and what's going on. But when we were awakened, we were clothed and in our right mind. And that alone is enough to give God thanks. To thank Him for, for His protection, for watching over us. And thanking God that we have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. And we thank God for you joining us on today. I'm going to be opening up with Psalms 27. And Psalms 27 is, is, reads as this. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou saidest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me, and put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help 
Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of my enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. We thank God for this Psalms. And we know uh, Sunday is, is Father's Day. And verse 10 in this verse says, When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. And we know Father's Day is not a good day for most people, a lot of people, because their fathers were not in their lives. But you need to know that Abba Father, Abba Father is there. The scripture says, when your mother and father forsake you, then the Lord will take you up or take me up. As the scripture says, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. There are so many people and young people and people that have come through the, uh, uh, um, the system of foster care and have, have suffered, have suffered so because of the fact that their mothers and their fathers forsook them. Today I want to extend a happy Father's Day to all fathers out there. Today I'm going to veer off from my lesson that I have been teaching on um, trusting God just to read some scriptures dealing with dads and to encourage those fathers that are there. They have been there for their children. All dads are not deadbeat fathers. And, 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 and many times those fathers that were deadbeat because they were never taught they were never shown love or how to love or how to take care of and have responsibility because they never received it. So, you know, um, there's always a cause and an effect in people's lives. So I would like to go before the throne of grace before I go into some scriptures that I will be reading about fathers today. Father God, I first ask for forgiveness for anything I might have done out of your will. Oh God, as I enter your throne room, oh God, with boldness and not with timidity. God, I thank you because the veil has been rented from top to bottom. Hallelujah. That we have access that we can enter in and to obtain help, grace in the time of need. Father God, today we're giving you praise. We're honoring your name. We give you glory. Oh God, today we are praying for leaders of nations. Oh God, leaders of nations all over the world. We're praying for our president. And Lord, we are praying for fathers all over the world. 
fathers all over the world. Fathers that were abandoned by their fathers. We're lifting them up today. Those that were waiting at ball games, looking continuously for the dad that promised to be there and never showed up. Lord, we thank you for men that you have brought through hard times and rough places. And yet, they became excellent fathers because they were determined that they would not treat their children the way they had been treated. So Lord, today we're lifting up fathers all over the world. Lord, be the lifter above their heads. There are single dads just like there are single mothers. God, we are asking that you would be the encourager of dads today. Give them strength. Help them, O oh God. Today we are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. God, we are praying, O oh God, for war-torn areas. God, we are thanking you for your peace, O oh God, that surpasses all understanding. God, we are thanking you for your grace and your mercies that have followed us throughout our lives. God, today we're lifting up the body of Christ. We're lifting up Restoration Christian Fellowship Church. We're lifting up our assistant pastor, Pastor Kenneth Jones, his wife, his family, his grandchildren, his, 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 his children. God, we're just asking that you would strengthen him as a father. He's a good dad, a good father. Help him, strengthen him, encourage his heart in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, O oh God, for restoration. We are praying for Little Restores Learning Center, the staff. We are praying for our digging board, the ministerial staff. God, we are praying and blessing our enemies on today, God. We are asking, O oh God, that you would make known your wonders everywhere. God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercies that follow us all the days of our lives. We are coming against the spirit of abortion. We are coming against the spirit of depression and suicide. We are praying that people shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. We are praying for those that are on our prayer list. Oh God, we are praying for those that need jobs, those that need healing in their bodies in their minds, oh God. We are just praying for those, oh God. You know them by name. You know their needs, God. Oh God, because you're all powerful. You're omniscient. You you know all things. And we are asking that you would touch, that you would heal, that you would deliver. God, we are praying, oh God, for bereaved families everywhere, that you would comfort, that you would make whole. Hallelujah that you would take them through that spirit period of grief, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you. We give your name the praise. We're lifting up caregivers. We're lifting up first responders. God, we are coming against and we are praying that robbers and rapists and murderers will be apprehended. Today, we are praying, oh God, and coming against the spirit of lawlessness hatred and strife. Lord, help us to stay focused, oh God, on you and not be distracted by what's going on in the world. 
God, we thank you, God, that you said we are the lights of the world. We are like a city that sitteth on a hill. And God, we will not take our light and hide it under a bushel. But God, let the lights of Christians' lives shine to change and help change the world. God, we love you. We thank you for our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, God. We pray for their future. We pray that they will love you and serve you and honor you. Oh, God, we thank you. We're praying for the body of Christ. Unite us, make us one. In the name of Jesus. And we'll be so careful to give your name. The praise, the honor, the glory belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I would like to wish all the dads happy Father's Day. Thank God for you. Thank God for the good dads. I had a good father, a father that loved the Lord, a father that was a praying father. Oh, he, he just instilled in us and, 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 and guided us and, and trained us. So I'm just so grateful that I was blessed to have a dad in my life. Now, often, you know, fathers and stepdads and grandfathers are the stepping stones to creating a life of meaning, purpose, and success. When it comes to celebrating our fathers, there are infinite ways of showing your love and appreciation, which is why Bible verses about fathers work so well. As wonderful as being a father is, it's no easy task. The moment a man becomes a father, he tasked with being responsible for a whole new being. And that comes with its own set of challenges. As though as these may be, as tough as though these may be, it doesn't compare to the joy that comes from being a dad. So today we're going to be sharing some scriptures on fatherhood or about fathers. The first scripture I'm going to read is in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 7 and it's the NIV version. It says, Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as sons. For what son is not disciplined by his father? The Bible verse shows us that no matter how great of a father you are, life will reveal hardship and suffering. A great example of this is Jesus Christ, who was completely sinless. Yet he suffered much hatred and suffering. It's important to remember that this hardship isn't a sign of God's abandonment. Rather, 
it's seen as a way of establishing resilience and courage. Dads, be encouraged. You have a great responsibility. Even the Bible tells you that you're responsible for your wife's and your children's salvation. You are the priest. You should be the priest and the prophet of your home. And that was the one thing overseer instilled into the men of the church, that you are the priest and the prophet of your home. Now, as a parent, there are going to be times when having the motivation to discipline your child may be tough. But it's a parent's responsibility to guide the way for children to purposefully allow for their growth and to endure hardship as discipline. Said so no one likes discipline at the moment that is given, but after it, you know, it sinks in and, and, and it, it does its work, it bears fruit. And sometimes it's necessary. Do you know, I, I am sure, because I know as a mother, when I had to spank my kids or reprimand them or discipline them, it hurt me more than it hurt them. But I know it was necessary to do. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he gets old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 4, verse 11 says, I will guide you in the way of wisdom, and I will lead you in upright paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Isn't that an awesome verse? Hallelujah. That was Proverbs chapter 4, verse 11. And that's being read in the uh, NIV version. So as a father, it's your duty to lead the way for the younger generation. Take what you've learned from great fathers before you and spread the knowledge and wisdom. See it as a way of lighting up the paths for future growth and positive development within your child. This knowledge will stay with them throughout their lives. This verse also reveals that the path we are showing our children is safe and a way of keeping our children out of harm's way. The choices we make will always have some rocky situations or have some rocky situations and fathers need to be there to guide them through troublesome journeys. And when it talked about the fact that take what you've learned from great fathers. That's why there are so many fathers that are out there now that people will say they're deadbeat because they didn't have no one to show them the way. They didn't have fathers in their lives that was able to pour into them and to show them. So and there's a saying that hurt people hurt people. And many times their dads are hurt. They've been hurt. And they don't know anything else but to hurt people. They hurt their, their children. They hurt their spouses and so forth. 
So Psalms 103 verse 13, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. This verse teaches us about the importance of a father's compassion for his children. It highlights that compassion isn't an emotion, but is rather a feeling that inspires positive actions. A father carries his son and daughter, just like the Lord your God carried. Jesus. When your child is ill or in pain, a father doesn't simply express how sorry he feels. Rather, he uses compassion to nurture and heal his child through godly duties. There are men that are nurturers. By far, women are more considered more nurturers than dads, but there are nurturing fathers. Hallelujah. We thank God for Abba Father. You might not have had your earthly father, but I want you to know that you have Abba Father that you can depend on. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. As children grow up to face the world on their own, they learn to make decisions and choices for themselves. This includes the choices around their understanding of God. But the foundations of this decision-making lie in childhood and are deeply influenced by your guidance as a father. You can't tell the future and there's no way of knowing what life may throw at your children. But in some way you can help to prepare them by offering a framework for doing the right thing. Whatever the situation, then trust in the understanding of God's word that you have imparted to show them the way. You know, once you have done your job, you have done your job and the rest is on them. If you imparted the things of God in their lives and as they grow up and they make wrong choices, you're not to blame. You're not the cause because you've done that. They have made choices and sometimes they make bad choices. A daily reminder that the Lord your God cherishes his children. Know that if you've given them truth and brought them up in the fear of the Lord, all you can do now is trust God for what you have given them and how you've imparted you know, things into their lives. You have to then trust God that they will use it. The scripture says, train them up. If you've trained them, and when the time comes, they need to go back and get themselves straight. They will. They will come around. Proverbs 23, 24 says, 
the father of the righteous will greatly rejoice. He who fathers a wise son will be glad in him. Oh, a father who finds great joy and love in his children's righteous achievements is indeed blessed. While God the Father creates life and watches over all his people, a father has a particular role to play in guiding his children. When that child becomes an individual who lives wisely and graciously, it is cause for great happiness in a father. Oh, it blesses a father when they see their children achieve in life and live with purpose. And that purpose is to worship and to love the Lord. So if you're out there and you are a dad and you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, now's an opportunity. If you would pray this prayer after me, Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, I confess I was not a good father for my children. But Jesus, forgive me for all of my sins and my shortcomings as a dad. Cleanse me and wash me with your blood. Justify me. Purify me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord my master and my savior for the backsliding father all you need to do is to confess your sin and ask God to restore unto you the joy of his salvation and come home because Abba father is waiting hallelujah just like the father was waiting for the prodigal son could see him afar off coming home Oh, just come home, come home, because Father God is waiting. And for those that accepted Jesus, it might have been a mother today that prayed that prayer. Know that you've made the best decision of your life is to, be, to allow Jesus to come and to live on the inside of you and to be your Lord, your Savior, your friend your baptizer, your protector, your keeper, the lifter up of your head, the healer of your countenance. So be encouraged to all the fathers and happy Father's Day to you. And if you accepted Jesus today, let someone know. Let your children know. Let your spouse know. Let your baby mama know. Let someone know. 
that you have made a choice today to follow Jesus. So whatever you do, always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.